This is what's coming up on the show. Actually, I have a couple of friends who don't want to buy their girlfriend a vibrator or dildo because that makes them feel that they are somehow inferior and and that they don't get the job done, which is so fucking stupid. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Like, toys mostly can only enhance the relationship that you have, not like make you feel inferior and if you and if you feel that way sorry but then maybe you are inferior like like, <laughs> like, if, like if you think that the toy has so much power over you, your relationship or you then sorry but it's a fucking piece of plastic or silicone like, like yeah. it, it has nothing to do with power over you it, it has everything to do with her pleasure and that should be the most important thing Yeah, I mean, I sometimes try to finish your sentence because I think that we think very, very alike uh, most of the time. That's why we are a couple. <laughs> uh, but but it's very it's very slippery and 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 actually it's not something you should do when you're discussing kink because that's just a touch, that's sometimes a touchy subject and it has a whole realm of nuances and and details that you want to discuss and therefore. You should just shut the fuck up and and truly listen with what she has to say. You are now listening to the Venus Cuckolders podcast, a place to learn all things cuckolding for the curious, the passionate and the sexually empowered woman who wants it all. Go to venuscuckledress.com. You'll find the new Queen's Quarters fan destination. Book a one-to-one chat with me, listen to the private podcast, and even get access to my secret Snapchat group where I share some of my most intimate encounters. Now sit back, make yourself comfortable, and let's dive right into this episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to the show. I'm your host, Venus. Thanks for joining me. Today's show, I have Oliver and he is back. We are going to be talking about a little thread that he posted on Twitter that went a little bit viral. (laughs) And we're going to share that information with you. It's all about what to do if your partner is kinkier than you. This is going to be so helpful for all of those people, especially for the guys out there who think that or feel like they're kind of stuck because they feel like, at least with cuckolding, they're far more kinkier than their wife or partner. So Oliver has some really great tips to share, and this is going to be super helpful for all of the listeners out there today. But as per usual, I have some announcements to make. So since the last episode aired, I have been to Arizona to the Hot Wife Palooza event. And let me tell you, it was so fun. (laughs) I had such a great time. I met lots of new people. I brought two of my favorite bulls and I hung out by the pool. I got to meet all sorts of new friends and uh, it was just a really great time. So I went over all the details of my trip with my Helpful Cuck Supporter Tier group in our live weekly live hangouts that we did and as well in our Snapchat group. So I shared my pictures and videos and all that fun stuff and it was it was a good time. So if you want to join the Helpful Cuck Tier, you certainly can. You can go to venuscuckledress.com and click on the Queen's Quarters. And if you follow me on Instagram, you will have seen a little reel that I posted about a new blanket that I got. Okay, first of all, let me tell you, (laughs) I have, (laughs) some of you ladies out there can relate, I have ruined many a piece of furniture (laughs) in my squirting days. (laughs) 
Yeah. So I'm a, I'm one of those women who squirts and or can squirt sometimes. And um, yeah, it it's fun when you're in like the right place and you're not afraid to like just, you know, let loose and have fun and make a big ass puddle. But not always great when you're kind of not expecting it and not prepared. So <laughs> these, uh, it's called a splash blanket. I, I found it actually on Instagram and I was scrolling through and I was like, oh, fuck, that's perfect. That's what I need. It's so pretty. So I got one and it is gorgeous. Okay. And it's a hundred percent waterproof. I mean like completely waterproof. But it's also soft and super pretty. So I got like the dark purple color because I'm on a purple thing lately. Um, <laughs> so you can tell by my hair. But it is it is awesome. So fellas, make sure you get one for your lady. <laughs> she will love it. Trust me. If you go to splashblanket.com, that's where you can find them in all the different colors and all the different sizes. And I believe if you put in the code Venus, they'll even give you a discount. And uh, don't forget, I have a new Moan community group. So on the Moan app, I have a group. It's called Cuckolding is Love. It's open for everybody to join. And oh, I had a, I already did a, um, AMA, I think it was, Ask Me Anything kind of thing, um, which was awesome. So make sure that you join that group. It's free. You just have to pop on the app and search in the communities and you will find it. There's also a private group that I have on there for the helpful cucks only. So that one's kind of special. And a reminder that there's a new blog on my website, venuscuckoldress.com. If you love interracial, <laughs> which a lot of you do, then you're going to love this blog. It's called The Goddess Worshipper, and he's ha been blogging for a long time, and he's just moved on over to my website. So you'll definitely want to check it out. There's some new material on there, and you can also post a comment. That's it for announcements. Let's jump into today's episode with Oliver. Joining me on the show once again is a returning guest. Uh, he goes by the name of Oliver, and he was on the show once before uh, to talk about AI when it comes to cuckolding and how it can actually enhance things for everyone involved. And that was such, such a cool show. So if you haven't listened to it, make sure you go to the show notes because I will post a link to that one in there. But Oliver is here today to talk about this fucking amazing thread that he posted on, I call it Twitter. I'm forever going to call it Twitter. I don't give a fuck what you want to call it, but it's to me, it's Twitter. <laughs> so we're going to talk about this awesome thread that was basically, you know, helping for, I think, helping a lot of people out there. So welcome to the show, Oliver. Say hello to all of the listeners. Hello, all the listeners in the United States, Canada, and Europe, and many places beyond Europe. Hey, guys, guess what? I have found something pretty amazing. It is a natural way for you to get better erection strength, quality, and firmness, all things I know you want. And it also gives you better performance and stamina in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And as a bonus, it benefits your overall cardiovascular and sexual health. It's called Joy Mode. And I love the name. It's a sexual performance booster, and it's made with science-backed ingredients. It's like a pre-workout supplement, but for the bedroom. So whether you're amping up the heat with the wife in the bedroom or you're going for gold <laughs> in a marathon session at a hotel takeover event, this supplement has to be part of your routine, part of the checklist. You can learn more and order yours at usejoymode.com. And if you enter the code Venus, you get 20% off. So that's usejoymode.com. Go ahead, get yours. Thank me later. Yes, so that's true. You are not in the United States and Canada. You are somewhere far, far away from from me anyway. Yeah, North so, Europe. Yeah. North Europe, yeah. 
Okay. Um, this tweet, which was posted on August 29th recently, um, this one, it says, a short thread of what to do when your girlfriend is very vanilla and seemingly uninterested in exploring kink and even less in exploring sexual lifestyles such as cuckolding. So this is a advice thread. What inspired this? What? How come you just decided to write this? So I need to make a short time travel before I get to that. But basically, my, some time ago, I, I wanted to have more time for intimacy uh, with me and my wife. And it, uh, we decided to do those on, on first days. And the first thing we did was basically make a, this type of BDSM test where you get to see what your kinks are and how much are you into some kind of stuff, how much are you not into. And there, well, to my initial disappointment, uh, uh, because uh, I felt that we had, I don't know, made some progress with some stuff uh, in the last seven months. That there we discovered that, oh, like she is, she is rather vanilla and, and I'm not. So we, and it, that's a very common, very, very common type of uh, finding, let, let's say. But uh, you know how guys you react. Like some guys just start sulking. Some guys just like lock up and don't uh, don't go deeper than that and just try to blame themselves or, or blame their wife if, if, if that's the worst case. Um, but after the first like two, three hours of like uh, not sulking, but just like trying to think like, how why <laughs> like yeah. why why hasn't there been like some progress then like you get over it and then you start looking for solutions if you're an aspiring person who wants to make it better uh and then but it wasn't all me it was her as well so she found that she found some articles like how to how to get a better understanding of each other when one is vanilla and the other isn't and then yeah. we found some blog posts and then we started to brainstorm the ideas and ever since then i think things have been crawling upwards and upwards and upwards and right now i think i'm in a very very happy place oh i'm so happy to hear that so this kink test that you talked you you do, that you guys did where did you find that um, it's actually quite common. Like you can always see it on, I think it's on fatlife.com with where people list their kinks on a scale of one, one from zero to 100. Like there's this different, like D Grady, Bratz, uh, Rope Bunny, like there, there's, there's a whole bunch of stuff. And I think the original test is www.bdsmtest.org so that's the that's the main address and there you can either do a short version of this or you can do a very long thorough one and we did the long one so we went through all, all the lists and then uh, then we saw that she's vanilla and, and i'm not and then we started to think of ways how we can align so kind of like a personality test but yeah. for kink yeah uh, yeah. kinky stuff okay so that showed that there was a discrepancy which was i guess not surprising because you knew that in the beginning but you've yeah. been work trying to work on kind of aligning better over the last you said seven months right yeah we've been like trying more stuff and we've been trying like uh, like in the bedroom and actually outside of bedroom as well uh but you know when you see after like several months the results and they're still relatively the same you think like am i doing something wrong am i am i pushing some stuff on onto her that she is that she's not liking at all was uh, she surprised with her results did she was she like oh damn i'm still vanilla <laughs> <laughs> actually she wasn't so that's that's another sign that she's comfortable in her skin and that's a great thing like she knows yeah. what she wants and and that's that's like mostly vanilla stuff and that that's very fine <laughs> i mean yeah. i mean like uh, like i think the majority of women like uh, especially in, in western countries right now like 
we all think that there's this bunch of kinky, crazy women out there who from from social media, but that's not the case usually. Like most women are still like just trying to trying to see who they are, what they want, and what they want to explore. And some women are really happy with just being, you know, like doing mild stuff, not not going to the extremes, and that's that's fine. Yeah, I agree that there is this idea that there's some really kinky women, lots of single kinky women out there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Not really. I mean, with my matchmaking service, I definitely see a difference between the single guys and the single women Mm -hmm. when it comes to the the kink dynamics that they're looking for. So it's interesting. So that's okay. So then instead of sulking, you decided, you know, this i'm just going to be proactive and yeah, like yeah. try to come up with some sort of solution some sort of plan right and that's how you came up with this list and you're like i think now that i figured out all of these things i'm going to post it on twitter um it wasn't quite that i mean at first it was a lot of reading uh, then it was a lot of discussing like uh where can we align like what can we do and finally, it was like actually like putting it to actually use. So I can uh, share some blog post links that I read with my partner that maybe other other pairs could be or other couples could be interested in. But usually, like uh, at first, when you do the test and you find that there's a discrepancy or there's a big difference, then the first thing I advise to do is like. Uh, read uh, advice from from real psychologists like why why is that and, and what can you do to not like let it let it ru- ruin your bad life and your marital life and then you start discussing because uh if you start discussing right away then a lot of context can go missing and and you can and you're not always like that great in articulating your thoughts when you haven't actually read any supporting evidence or any supporting material so but yeah i mean healthy discussion and and actually like dedicated discussion like you don't just leave it in i don't know you don't just leave it into the back of your head like for months and months but you actually like try to talk about it every week at least a bit at least just a tiny bit and then you can get to the results and after we had discussed a lot I thought that I'm probably not the first or the last guy to be in this, in this type of relationship. Um, so I thought that, it's, hey, if I'm slowly coming back of this, like, I don't know, phase of mild disappointment, I think others, other guys can also come if they have had similar reactions from their girlfriends or their wives. And then uh, I made the list with the, and this was actually a combined list. This was a list of lessons I learned after the test and before the test. So basically, when we started out, like we, our version of being kinky was basically handcuffs. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) yeah, basically. Uh, And then it's, then we started incorporating role play and some uh, pegging, pegging elements. Then we started incorporating like more heavier and more intense role play. And then we started to get into interracial and stuff. So it's been a progress. It's been a long, long progress. And uh, sorry for the speedster, uh, but <laughs> uh, but it's been years of, of processing. And that's why I think um, the last point that I wanted to focus on really much was the, was the 10th point. Like, you got to have patience if you have a like vanilla girlfriend. And also, and also I want to emphasize one more time being vanilla is fine. Like I, I really don't want any women to feel that they are less or they are somehow not capable of loving their partner the way they want to. If they are vanilla, that that's bullshit. Like uh, you don't need to go to to the extremes for your partner. But as Dan Savage pointed out, uh, the video you show me, you can you can align your your interests uh, you know, in a, in a lot of ways. You can still be vanilla. You can be vanilla and still be GGG. Good giving and game, right? As for Dan Savage. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to talk about that. Let's go through the list. But first, I do want to say that you're absolutely right. You're not the first guy to be in this situation to realize that like, oh, this is not a level. This is, we're not on the same page when it comes to um, kink and sexuality and and desires and fantasies and things like that. Like there's probably 
thousands and thousands of listeners right now who are in the same spot as you. And so this is why I think it's really important to talk about the steps that you have taken and will take, um, because this can help a lot of people kind of navigate this. There, uh, You were talking about um, blogs that you guys were reading and um, stuff like that. I know that there was, there's another really amazing podcast called Sex and Psychology by Dr. Justin Lay Miller. And he's recently done an episode where it tackles this subject where one kink, one partner's kinkier than the other. I have not listened to that episode because I'm so behind in, in, in my podcast listening right now. But um, I just want to put that out there that there's very, really good um, evidence-based podcasts and blogs out there that can help you understand all of this, that you as a couple can help understand all of this. So let's get started. All right, let's go through the first point that you wrote down. (laughs) This is the thread, the Twitter thread that we're going to go through, which by the way, 29,000 views. That's pretty amazing. And 41 bookmarks. So I did put it out there when I reposted it. I was like, a lot of you guys need to bookmark this thread. So 28,000 views and 41 bookmarks. That's that's pretty amazing. So I think this really resonated with a lot of people. So let's get started. So number one, number one said, you said, do not sulk. It's hard, sometimes excruciatingly hard to do, but it won't help. It never will. And I think that was the first realization that you said you had, right? Yeah. Like this was the, like, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I I was sulking for the first hour. I was like... (laughs) Like, how? Like, yeah. I, I made such work in the last seven months and this is the result. Like, why? Why? Why and how? But then you start to realize, like, like if you're, if you're going to keep, keep sulking, nothing is going to get better. Absolutely nothing. Like, you, you're going to just be stuck in the, zone, in the same spot or you're going to get, the, you, you're actually going to go to a worse spot than, than you were before. So you just, like, gotta accept the the l or the loss so to speak if you realize the like the difference and then you start you it's uh, that it's a it's so easy to to start stalking like it's so fucking easy i I just understand it because like uh there's this like momentarily you you get a sense of despair like this is never going to get better or like you you feel like this inevitability uh, and you start seeing everything in darker tones. But this is not the case if you have a working relationship, if you have a trustful relationship and and there's trust and communication in the relationship, you can't get over it, but you just have to stop like uh, thinking only inside your own head, like what what to do. You, you You gotta actually start tackle it with your partner. Oh, such great advice. Okay, number two, you said there's a considerable chance that she is just tired or not feeling confident in the relationship or herself. You can help. You said take more domestic duties. Affirm your love for her with action. I love that sentence right there. Like, I love that sentence. And you said gift her a small bouquet of flowers for no reason. That is so fucking underrated, let me tell you. (laughs) I think that like more that 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 little gesture for me anyways it means so much. Um and you said massage her with coconut oil. Not just oil, but coconut oil. And for those of you listening, you're probably laughing because you know what coconut oil makes me think of or the scent of coconut makes me think of. <laughs> Well, it works uh, the same wonders on her sometimes as well. Uh, so, but basically, I'm not gonna toot my own horn too much. But uh, bouquet of flowers—that that's something that I do sometimes because I think it's just such an easy but a firm way to show your love and and, and show your ad- admiration because it's. And I, I never have a, like I never expect like sex or like a blowjob after after that. It's just like. Hey, like I think you're gorgeous, and I think you're an amazing person. So, just have those flowers and let it uh, let them bloom, basically. And uh, but besides uh, well, the 
what was the oh there, there, there's a considerable chance that she's feeling tired i mean we have kids <laughs> we have small kids and we are tired both both of, both of us are tired 90 percent of the time and when you're both tired it's just so much harder to actually even think about kink let let let, let alone explore it like just thinking about it is, is sometimes hard because you're always stressed out with this 100 small projects that you have to fulfill before the bedtime comes and then you have to start doing your own stuff and that's also like a separate chapter so it's easy to get overwhelmed and and it's easy to be tired but what i found out is that most guys including me including me like we sometimes get lazy with domestic duties like like uh like we 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 tend to take some things for granted that we shouldn't at all and it's very easy to forget that but you just got to be mindful that uh, like when she's tired she's not just saying that because she wants to avoid sex she's actually tired yes. <laughs> like, yeah, she, she she just needs some sleep and some rest <laughs> oh i yeah. 100% agree i i do these um private chats where people can book a private chat with me um through my website venuscucklegist.com and i have recently been talking to a few women who have uh wanted to chat with me and they're i every single one of them says has said that same thing i am just tired like this is it feels like a job for me sometimes to like take on something else and they have kids and, you know, their partner's like, you know, oh, texting them like, oh, what are you thinking right now? Like, tell me something sexy or whatever. And she's like, I'm thinking about fucking school lunches. I'm thinking about, you know, cleaning. I'm talking. I'm thinking about doing. I'm thinking about like all of this shit. Like, she's like, I am not like <laughs> I'm I am tired. Like, I got a lot of shit going on here. Mm-hmm. So I that I completely agree. I, it sounds like you're an amazing partner in that you do help a a lot but you're right like it's easy to kind of get stuck in that kind of taking for granted some of those things you know Mm. or you could actually do more um yeah and yeah you can always do more you can always (laughs) do more absolutely and be creative for the guys listening right now be creative and i'm not just talking about getting her flowers but and i'm and i'm not talking about asking her what she needs help with but like you you said affirm your love for her with action. I'm talking about actually anticipating what she's going to need yeah. help with. Yeah, F- like figuring that out so that you don't have to ask her. Yeah, the, because the because, worst because because that's actually like what my own girlfriend like said. Like my own wife like uh, like it's another job to reply to questions. Like uh, if you keep yes. like if you keep asking like what to do, that's another job for me because I need to st- start thinking of stuff that I that I need to give to you, and that's another like brain task for me. Like just like if you just notice stuff more, then it then it's uh, a lot easier for everyone. Yeah, yeah, I had a guy one time. He said to me, "Let me know if you need help with anything," and I was like. Yeah that is not what I want to hear ever. Don't ever fucking say that again. Like (laughs) I appreciate the sentiment behind it, but I'm like, I need you to just figure out what you can do to help me with, with these things. Like, yeah. Um, You're absolutely right with that. Okay. So then um, number three, you said once she has more energy and less duties to worry of, she is more inclined to think about sex, including kink. If you're not good, not a good communicator, which is okay, give her a few, but not a barrage of podcasts, articles, or articles that introduce your favorite interests in an articulated way. So we kind of touched on this already yeah. um, in the fact that this is what you guys have done together is to, you know, look, read some articles or listen to some podcasts or whatever. But, but, I, but, want, so, but it's, oh, I do want to point out that I think like why why I said that uh, if you're not a good, good communicator, which is okay, I think a lot of guys just have a really hard time like expressing all their thoughts in a very like natural way that that sounds like them like they're like it's so hard to speak to speak of king for the first time for many guys uh, or even the second time uh, like it, it never gets old in a way <laughs> and and then like you you start to stutter you start to stumble upon like sentences like it's just easier sometimes to just hey this article <laughs> basically says what i want and why i want it and, and this will just help you understand 
who I am. So basically, I think that 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 that, that was my whole intent. I know that there's a lot of guys who have a really hard time with like uh, talking without uh, getting confused or I don't know getting into their own thoughts too much. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. agree a hundred percent. Yeah. Um. Okay. And then you said. Number four, you said introduce them after she's had a good, intimate experience with you. And please don't hesitate to use toys for her pleasure. Yes. Um, Prefer content that represents the female point of view to a kink lifestyle. And then you said my my podcast. Thank you. Um, (laughs) And you said that this is key. Wait for her to digest this information and avoid bombarding. I really like that you put that at the end. Hey, did you know that there's a one-of-a-kind matchmaking service for cuckolding and female-led relationships? Venus Connections is a private service for single men and single women who want a loving cuckolding relationship. And now there's a new separate FLR program too. There's no scrolling through profiles or sharing photos with members. It's totally private. And the dates are blind dates too. Included in the program is a three-week course and an interview with me. So join now at venusconnections.com and use the code TOPTIER2024 for 40% off the top 1% membership. That's venusconnections.com. Make 2024 the year that you get the relationship of your dreams. Yeah, because like what, and that's what also I did. But it was a first mistake that that I did months, many months ago. Is that you know I gave her like an article or podcast, and then once she had finished it, I immediately started asking questions. But she hadn't really like analyzed it because she had she has stuff to do. She's a normal She's mom. She's busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then like, uh, but uh, if you like, give it some some weeks but you but you you know you, you're gently reminding that like, hey like can you can we like bring this up in a, in a week or two then it's like uh, it doesn't put too much pressure like you, you get you get a like time frame so it doesn't disappear from the conversation and communication but you also like uh do not pressure her into giving you answers in in 24 hours like she needs more times usually to digest this Yes, yeah. absolutely. And so, but yeah. you said to to bring it up uh, or introduce that to, to her after she's had a good yeah. intimate experience. So tell me, what's the rationale behind this? I mean, generally, women are more open to discussing new kinks and new stuff after a mind fucking orgasm. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's just easier to agree with stuff because you're in a, such a good state, uh, and also like. You're just willing to be more open-minded, perhaps, uh, because you you have you have just released a, a bunch of endorphins, and you're just uh, in a, in a truly blissful state. And then almost nothing seems like too weird. But uh, but I mean, some stuff will still be uh, will still be. But uh, most of the stuff you can be like, hmm, like I really love this guy. Perhaps like we can we can explore this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, excellent advice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number four, you, or sorry, number five. You said, ask simple, open-ended questions. What did you think? Do you think that we could explore it in a way that would make you feel comfortable? Comfortable being the key, uh, keyword. So, uh, open-ended questions are basically questions that don't require a yes or no. Yeah. They yeah. require some sort of um, explanation, kind of thing descriptive answer excellent advice for guys who maybe are not the you know sharpest with communication skills next level communication skills which is what this kind of relationship um requires and then uh you said gauge her reactions and truly listen do not interrupt or try to finish her sentences excellent advice (laughs) yeah i mean I sometimes try to finish your sentence because I think that we think very, very alike uh, most of the time. That's why we are a couple. Uh, but but it's very 
it's very uh, slippery and 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 actually it's not something you should do when you're discussing kink because that's just the that's sometimes a touchy subject and it has a whole realm of nuances and and details that you want to discuss and therefore you should just shut the fuck up and, <laughs> and truly listen what what she has to say just shut the fuck up and listen i love yeah. it <laughs> Okay, and then then you said, number six, when it comes to cuckolding, avoid making her feel any type of pressure. Start gently exploring some elements of non-humiliating femdom. And you said humiliation can be very hard for vanilla women. Yes. Uh, You said show her that it's not only a hardcore fantasy, but something that makes you happy. That's right, because for, I would say, most women who are introduced to this word humiliation as a kink that to them means mean degrading damaging your partner potentially damaging your relationship so i like how you said that it make that you need to make her understand that this actually makes you happy yeah because for us i mean humiliation was also a touchy subject you know because like uh, her own grandma was a mean bitch (laughs) and basically she didn't want to be like anything resembling her because uh, she truly was mean. I, I have seen her once, and and she's um, and the, although she was kind with me, I understood the resentment she had for her grandchildren, which which was very weird to ex- experience. Yeah. Uh, but uh, because I mean, yeah, it, it's just like it's such a foreign realm accumulation like in general erotic accumulation like it's something we frown upon as a society you know we we don't tend to like uh, cheer bullies we don't then tend to cheer people who i'm well actually you can we can act we can actually argue both ways because like spit roasting has been not spit roasting i mean roasting Uh, roasting shows have been more like popular these days and and stand-up comedies where it's a lot of like gentle humiliation but in general we don't tend to cheer those individuals who do that and especially women who do that so so yeah yeah, it's just like do not start with that like build your way towards it like yeah oh i yeah can't say that enough to those of you listening do not start with that and i have heard stories lots of stories where he did start with that. I want you to tell me this, that, and that. And she's like, what? (laughs) What the fuck? Um, (laughs) Okay. And then you said, um, where are we here? Number seven. Seven. Thank you. Uh, You said, for women and many men, seeing their partners turned on makes them feel turned on. Absolutely. That's how it is for me. Um, You said, it's a lot about the vibe, not the act or the visual. And if she's turned on, you both can slowly evolve. Don't expect them to like cuckolding. Make her enjoy the vibe of her taking charge. What exactly did you mean by that? I mean by that, like, at least in our relationship and some past relationships I've had, um, what I've found out is that like if you girls don't like bondage sometimes they don't like cuckolding but they like some elements within it and they like the vibe that they are feeling with their partner during this act so they don't like the act itself like they don't give a, they don't they don't like google bondage or cuckolding in their free time but they do love the, the vibe that, that you have when you're in a session with your partner so basically like uh, this is like just advice for guys like do not expect women to like if you had a like a cuckolding ish like session with her do not expect her to start googling it like they like like probably she, she just like loved the she just loved the orgasm she had in the bedroom and then the, and the whole like uh and the whole like vibe, vibe inside the bedroom but she doesn't like perhaps the act itself she just likes the the way it makes her feel so yeah. basically I, and that that's sometimes a complicated concept to get a hold of because there are women out there who like cuckolding there are women out there who like bondage as an actor as an or, or i don't know maybe as a visual as well but they are i don't think that they're in the majority maybe maybe you think so but but i don't think so yeah, yeah i would absolutely agree with that yeah. i think the biggest pull for me in the beginning when i was first learning about this was not necessarily what was happening but it was, I was feeding off of 
how turned on he was yeah. by what was happening. Yeah. So yeah. I totally understand what you're saying. The more he was like, I'm talking next level turned on by all of this. I was like, damn, like this is kind of fun. Kind of, you know what I mean? So I totally get what you're saying. Mm. This might be a really powerful insight for a lot of guys out there who hadn't thought about it that way, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, and it's hard to think about this this way if you haven't really had a successful like experience like that. Yes. Because uh, if you have like mostly, so to say, mediocre or bad experiences, then you may never think of it this way because you, you don't have the real life example to lean on to. So yeah. that, yeah. Um, okay, and then number eight, you said, again, do not hesitate to use toys as you evolve with her being in charge. Visit a sex shop together, continue being present and domestic duties, um, and listening to her, continue pampering. If she's receptive, introduce mild fantasies to her. So there's two important things there that you said. You said it a couple times now, toys, toys, toys. So do you, do you think that most guys just like, wouldn't think of or don't like to use toys actually i i have a couple of friends who don't want to buy their girlfriend the vibrator or dildo because that makes them feel that they are somehow inferior and they, and, and that they don't get the job done which is so fucking stupid <laughs> like <laughs> like it can it, like toys mostly can only enhance the relationship that you have not like make you feel inferior and if you and if you feel that way sorry but then Maybe you are inferior. Like, like, <laughs> like, if, like, if you think that the toy has so much power over you, your relationship or you, then sorry, but this it's a fucking piece of plastic or silicone. Like, like, like yeah. it, it has nothing to do with power over you. It has, it has anything. It has everything to do with her pleasure, and that should be the most important thing, in my opinion. And also, like, there are so many awesome toys out there that do like enhance any type of like session or, or like this experience like for example we use lelo sona cruise 2 and this lelo is a swedish sex toy manufacturer who makes very high premium toys and almost all of their toys like work like a charm like they always work <laughs> and and uh, and it and it never diminishes any type of uh, i don't know session that we have so guys go to sex shop together and just like uh, and also like the sex shop uh, like clerks are usually very friendly and they're very 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 knowledgeable about stuff so it's, it's just a generally good place to go uh, as a date uh, for, for example and the, yeah the second part introduce mild fantasies to her is that uh, if you start with hardcore stuff, you're going to get burnt uh, quite fast. Uh, it usually goes that way. I mean, not in all cases, but it usually goes that way. And oh, one more thing about the toys. Uh, I wanted to say it because when we started our relationship, we had two toys. Now we have about 25. So, 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 and our relationship is stronger than ever. So go figure. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I think toys are an, an enhancement. They're not they're, they don't people guys don't have to be all insecure about it re, being a replacement for yeah. them it's an enhancement and like you said this is about her pleasure so if you want to limit her pleasure then you're really a piece of shit really yeah, yeah. <laughs> um okay uh we are making our way down this list i love it so much um you said and i love by the way i love how you said go on a date to the sex shop the toy shop <laughs> love that so much that's so great we need to make that a thing um okay so number nine you said not any women will be receptive to after this then it's time to ask yourself if it's the right relationship for you oh this one's hard this one's hard yeah you said this is hard especially if you've had kids Maybe she would consent to you exploring your interests with a pro dominatrix. It would be an ethical plan B. Okay, we're talking about the elephant in the room right now. This is the, what if you are truly not compatible and not ever going to be compatible? You have to really think about what to do. I, I, can you make like, is, are you going to stay in this relationship or are you going to leave or is there a plan B? 
Yeah, and why I brought out the the plan B, like the for me it, it was the dominatrix is that we actually like discussed it, like maybe like I have some kinks that she's just just not into it at all, and uh, and we actually discussed that maybe we can like 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 I don't know try to indulge these kinks with a fur partner who is a professional who doesn't who doesn't expect any sex but just like is there to catered to the kink so so to speak and that could work but all but i mean if like some dominatrixes are very expensive so it's not a solution for everyone uh, and some people just don't have any great dominatrixes near them they live in a i don't know they live in the countryside where there isn't really someone to just uh, go to to a session so it's uh it's not for everyone um but yeah i mean that's that's really the hardest thing because i know like I know, I've been lurking around in the internet community of kinky people for around eight years, ten years, and I've, I've, I don't know. I've befriended a lot of guys who are in these type of relationships, and and I've just seen how they get sadder and sadder over years, yeah. and it's just it's such such a tragic thing to see, because like you want the best for a person you get along with, <sighs> but you can't really do anything because it's their life and they and they have to make their they have to make their choices you can't make them for them and uh, and and as i say like it's very hard to do if you have kids because then it gets messy all around like there i mean even without kids there's this whole like financial side there's this whole like security side where i'm going to go where i'm going to live how i'm going to make it on my own like there's so many questions that need to be answered, and uh, and you and when you're in this type of dire dire situation, you you start to think of all the positives that outweigh the negatives to talk yourself into it. Like that's the most common thing that usually happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do like that you put it on the list though, because that is unfortunately something that you have to consider for yeah. some people. Yeah. Okay, number ten. You said. But I have a hunch that most loving partners would agree to evolve and explore your sexual interests with you, especially if they feel they also benefit from this. You just got to be patient, and patience is a quality that cucks must have. So true. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm, I'm a real-life example. Like, uh if you don't have patience, I probably will be in a very, in a very unhappy relationship right now. So, so, or I will be single, maybe like, yeah. like who knows? Uh, but I'm really glad I'm not. And I'm really glad that uh, I have found such a vanilla partner who is such an awesome person. <laughs> yeah. Well, she does seem to be, you know, very open-minded. So, Vanilla yeah. and closed-minded is shitty. It sucks. Like, yeah. but vanilla and open-minded is a good thing. And like we mentioned earlier, GGG, good giving and game. That's something Dad Dan Savage talks about. Like, if you really do love and appreciate and value your partner, then of course you're going to want to, you know, extend that. You know, being open-minded and learning about what turns them on. And as long as it's you know something that's within reason comfortable for you then fucking go for it why not right <laughs> yeah and, and also like uh you, because you re recommended the savage podcast that me and my girlfriend very much loved and i really recommend every, every cuck and cuckolders to go go through it i mean for us there, there were there were like many many eye-opening statements there and many eye-opening like sentences there but like i think one of the most daunting one well, not the daunting but just one of the most memorable ones is that for gay guys and i know because i'm a bisexual guy and i have i have experienced this um it's really okay to be like i'm not in, i'm not into anal like i'm not into anal at all and and if you if a woman says i'm not into vaginal like all most of the guys are like what the fuck <laughs> like, like, yeah. like like this woman is crazy like she doesn't want sex she, she isn't in, into any kind of sex when really like there 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 can be a multitude of reasons behind that and and sometimes she's just not into vaginal this week or this day uh and that's really fine but the, we like straight guys and straight people 
we they tend to think about sex in very bi binary ways sometimes where for bisexual and gay guys like uh, it's true what dan savage says like in, in grinder almost almost every conversation starts with what are you into because then we can like see if we're actually compatible or we ju are just wasting each other's time <laughs> and and then we start listing stuff that we that we both like and then we start negotiating what, what's gonna what's gonna happen next so so it's a good tactic and i wish more straight people used that yeah, yeah and it's it's a very good point that like uh when it comes to sex with hetero people like they you don't you don't start out a conversation like that when yeah. normally when it comes yeah. to sex it's just the expectation is that you know you might do a little oral and then you're gonna stick your dick in her pussy and yeah. that's that's what's gonna happen of course we're talking about sex right i mean like that's that's the expectation with with hetero couples and like when it comes to sex but yeah if we could just like copy some of what uh that what the conversations are like between gay gay men or gay couples is that like you have to have that that conversation starting out as like okay what are you into if you're into this great if not okay what else can we do and come up with like a plan and that's so so important so what what we're talking about is dan savage uh there's a lot of videos online where he's done some some talks and stuff like that and um one of them is one of my absolute fucking favorites and it's called the three things that we get wrong about love it is i think about an hour long it is amazing i have bookmarked it for years and years i have recommended this video to so many people because it is every person who I've talked to who has watched it has been like, wow, I learned so much. I never thought of things in that way. Um, I, 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 I'm constantly telling people to watch this video. So Dan Savage is like, he's been a, a sex advice columnist um, uh, for, for so fucking long, many, many years. Um, and he's got a, a podcast uh, called Sav The Savage Love Cast. And he's just, he's, uh, he's a truly amazing. He's the reason why I am doing what I'm doing because he actually was the first person to introduce me to non-monogamy to open my eyes to like, oh, there's other stuff out there. And, and he's hilarious and he's smart and witty and fun. And like, he's just, he's great. So I highly recommend, I'll put the link to the video in the show notes for today, but I'll also put a, a link to his podcast as well. Yeah, we we also really like from Dan Savage is monogamy is a nice idea, <laughs> and and what we also liked was that hmm, what weighs more like ten years of relationship, a shared house, kids, great memorable experiences, or this one hand job from a masseuse? Like like yeah. basically like it's like you don't want to like support cheating. Like there's and also there's different levels of cheating. And what's true like. Uh, some cheating is is more like does way more than than the list I mentioned, but usually like people do tend to fuck want to fuck other people throughout their life and besides their own partner, and monogamy is a nice idea. And if you are loyal to your partner for the rest of your life, you should you should get a gold medal. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. it's yeah yeah. You're saying the standards of perfection that we have for monogamy are just so fucking unrealistic. So let, let, like I said, you have to watch that. If you haven't watched the video, you have to. Dan Savage, the three things we get wrong about love. So did, after you wrote this, or, you know, I actually should ask you, did your wife contribute to this list or did did you guys go through it after or? Um, so basically she, 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 uh, she contributed it to with our experiences and i also talked about this list but she doesn't but she didn't read it through like before i published it so uh but she like uh, when she's hearing me right now as we are speaking about this podcast i can see her showing thumbs up so yay yeah. <laughs> that's great um okay and so what is the you posted this on twitter it obviously blew up um what is what have been some of the reactions that you've gotten from people from this list 
Um, most of the reactions have been supportive and like, uh, yeah, I needed to hear this or like, it's, it's good to be reminded of some, some basic stuff. So obviously I think this post has reached some people who have already followed some of these points and actually like, um, are just reminded that the, this was the way they started or they perhaps like maybe they should tamper more <laughs> or do more domestic duties. Like they have forgotten some things, but there have also been like a few guys who have actually like slide it into my dms and just told me that hey like dude like this was maybe the thing i needed to, because like i don't know what to do with my vanilla girlfriend like i'm just like stuck in this place and uh, you know i, I didn't i then tried to hold his hand and say that if this doesn't work uh, then i'm out of ideas but i'm maybe dan savage or maybe venus has more ideas so so <laughs> yeah. these are my ideas right now but if you need more I'm i'm sure that there are people out there who can give you more that's amazing. Like I said in the beginning of the show, like I really do think that talking about this list, reading this list, ha sharing that this list is going to be really helpful for a lot of people who are going through this very, very common dilemma of I'm kinky, she is not, he or she is not, and how do we make this work kind of thing? How do we work with that? Like, well, how do we, how do we make these steps to take this plan to take to be able to eventually make it work kind of thing so i think it's really amazing thank you so much for writing this and for sharing it you certainly didn't have to there are people out there who are just living their life doing their thing learning stuff but not not everybody takes the initiative to put it out there and share it with the hope of helping other people so i really appreciate that about you well the thing is also that i mean because I mean, it hasn't been always a, like this smooth ride for us. Like we have also had some rocky patches where like we felt that we are kind of like stuck in some place or like there's some things that aren't progressing as fast as, as I want them to, to progress. And it's I think I think it's just incredibly common and uh, it's, it's way more common than I want to think. Uh, and therefore you know, as, as a dude, you want to do good for other dudes and, and, other, and, and other women as well, because I'm sure that there are also couples out there where the woman is the more kinkier side and the guy is like, hey, I just want to like do some doggy style and, and I'm good. Um, yeah. But, uh, but I do think that the world of kink has so much to offer to us. I am absolutely amazed with the whole concept of cuckolding, as you might have, as you might have guessed. <laughs> um, uh, and and I do think that the, that the, that kinks and cuckolding, whatever like sexual lifestyles, they can really bring forth so many great memories down the down the road that you really want to relive as you get older and older. So yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, our time is up. We do need to wrap this up which is a shame because I feel like we could talk about this for a lot, a lot longer. But um, where can the listeners go to learn more about you, ask a question, that kind of thing? So I'm not a really social people because I have kids to grow and also I need, I need to do domestic duties in house. So <laughs> I just, I just don't have time for social that much, but, but, I, but I am on Twitter or not, uh, or slash X as they call it these days. <laughs> and Nordicock is my, is my account there. And if you really want to get hold of me other, other ways, you can always like, I'm, I'm, I try to be active on Venus's helpful cock Snapchat group, but sometimes I just don't have time for that as well. So basically, those are the two places you can find me. Yeah, thanks for mentioning the helpful cock uh, group. It, that's basically for anybody listening. That's like a supporter tier where um, you get access to my my Snapchat group, which has been a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, if you, if you, and then we meet, we meet up once a week, we have live hangouts together once a week, um, and private chats once a month. And so, um, it's such an awesome place to be able to connect with not just me, but like each other, which has been really cool. So, all right, that's going to be it for this episode today. Thank you so much, Oliver, for coming on the show again. Today. Anytime, anytime. Thank you to all of the listeners who tuned in for this show today. I hope you loved it. Make sure you go to venuscuckoldress.com. That's where you can book a private chat with me, check out some events, or join one of the membership tiers. 
And oh yeah, Locktober is coming up. <laughs> and key holding is actually included in the helpful cuck tier. So if you want me to hold your chastity key for the month of October or longer, <laughs> you can send me your key as part of that tier. That's venuscuckoldress.com. Okay, make sure you check me out on Twitter as well. My handle's at cuckoldressv. That's it for today. We'll see you next time. believe it's been four years since I first started this podcast. And looking back, I had no idea that this would be my full-time job. I love the work that I do. And it's because of you, the listeners, and your support that I'm able to do this. So right now, if you join the Helpful Cuck tier, you get tons of benefits. My favorite ones are the private one-to-one chat every month. You also get access to my private Snapchat group. Weekly live hangouts with me on Crowdcast. I love those. And you get juicy bonus episodes. There's key holding. There's video replays of the Pillow Talk events. And there's also access to my private community on the Moan app. So join right now. You can use the promo code CUCKLOVE2024 for 15% off your Helpful Cuck membership at venuscuckoldress.com.